Good evening, everybody. This is David, your host, and welcome to Spoken Word Podcast. Um, first, I just want to say that uh, I miss doing this uh, podcast. It's been what? Let me see. It's been almost a year. Um, my last podcast was uh, November 5th, 2019. Um, basically, what was going on was um, I just started a new job. I work at um I work as an ID help desk technician and uh, my job keeps me very busy so I've been spending a lot of my time um, chasing my goals and chasing my career and um, being on the help desk keeps you very busy so I haven't had the time to really make podcasts as I as I was doing last year and uh, and I also needed some new content I guess to talk about but um I definitely miss doing this podcast and I'm definitely gonna try and be as active as possible. I guess what's been going on, you know, briefly what was going on was once I started my new job, I've been trying to study for my CCNA, Cisco and Writing Certification. And also I'm in the process that I'm in New York right now, but hopefully, God willing, in two or three weeks, I should be moving to Maryland. You know, I've been living in New York all my life. I'm 30 years old. And now that I'm 30, you know, I'm definitely trying to make some life changes and I'm trying to move forward. And I plan to uh, I plan to move to Maryland and Owen Mills within two weeks. But I definitely miss podcasting, and I hope I can continue doing this. And um, I got a lot of different topics to talk about. You know, this year right here was definitely an emotional year. You know, first we lost Kobe Bryant, then we got COVID nineteen, and then you know the death of George Floyd and the Black Lives. Matter protests and the rioting and the looting, and then Chadwick died. Um, this year is definitely very emotional, you know. Um, I'm definitely I'm not gonna spend too much time talking about 2020 because that's gonna be a whole, whole nother episode right there. Because I have a lot to talk about that, but I'll save that for another episode. Um, I guess you know I just want to talk about what my future goals is gonna be. You know, obviously, I'm trying to be a senior network engineer. My goal was to make a hundred thousand dollars within um, two thousand and twenty-four. So I say within four years from now, I hope to make a hundred thousand um, dollars. Right now, um, I'm not gonna go into details, but I don't make nowhere near that. And you know, sometimes, sometimes I just, I just always wanted to know: Do you really feel like if college is is a waste of time, you know. The reason why I ask that is because, you know, I have a certification and a degree, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm only making, you know, I I make less than fifty, you know, you know what I'm saying? I make less than fifty thousand dollars, and I work so hard to 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 get where I'm at to only make so little, you know. And I was growing up in the '90s, you know, you know, on TV and stuff like that, and hearing it from your parents and your teachers. You always see hard work pays off, and if you don't go to school, if you drop out of school, you're gonna end up as a janitor, and you're gonna be a nobody. But to be honest with you, as I got older and experienced life for myself, I know a lot of people that went to these, you know, Ivy League schools, and they end up working at Target or end up working at Staples. And I've seen high school dropouts that drop out of high school when they're like in 11th grade, and they become very successful because. It's more than just going to college and reading a book and just passing a test and getting a 4.0. You know, a 4.0 GPA is not enough to get you a job. When you go for these entry-level jobs, they want experience. 
And I always, you know, I always wanted to know why do entry level jobs when if, if you know, I know this in information technology, and I'm sure this is in most fields, but these jobs be running three years, four years, five years of experience. They want ridiculous amount of experience. I always wonder, like, why is it? Why is it so hard to make it? I'm gonna tell you something. And this is what I feel. And you can send me a voice note on this and see if you agree with me. One reason I feel like it's so hard to get a career and it requires so much experience is because, one, I feel like in the past they might have hired people that didn't have the experience and then people probably lie in their resumes. And they probably hire people that just had college and no experience. And when they get in the real world, maybe it's too much for them or they can't keep up with the job. So they end up quitting or they end up getting fired because they're not meeting up the job expectations. That's one reason. Because I guess they're at the point with these jobs. These jobs are, are understaffed. These jobs are understaffed and doing twice the workload. So since they're understaffed already, they don't have time to train people, so they rather hire somebody with experience because if they get somebody with experience, it's not gonna take as much time to train them. He'll pick it up a lot faster. For a new guy with no experience, it's gonna take him a while to get used to that. And a lot of these um these bosses, these managers, these CEOs don't have the patience to train these new workers. And I think it's unfair because we all got to, you know, nobody has experience. You know, whether you have experience from your previous job, at that previous job, you had no experience and you had to gain the experience. Nobody's born in this world with experience. So I do think it's very unfair about that because now we're in a world where it's like salaries don't keep up with the cost of living. And I've said this in previous episodes, and you're going to hear me say that a lot. Salaries is not keeping up with the cost of living. So these jobs are not having enough funds, enough money to hire people. So they don't have enough money to hire people. So people that are there got to do pick up twice the workload because they don't have enough money to hire people. Or these managers are just too cheap and just want to save money. So they overwork these workers to death. Um, and it's unfair. Because from my experience, from the jobs that I've worked, over the past 10 years, you know, you always meet, you always work with the old heads that have been in the job since like the 90s or in the 80s. And I've heard over and over from the old heads about how, yo, man, it was so much better when I first got hired back in 92 or 93. I've heard that so many times. How many of you have ever heard that? You've been working at a job that you just, that you just got hired, but they might have like veterans that have been at the job for 30, 40 years. And they always will tell you, like, yo, when we were here 30, 40 years ago, it was twice as many people. It was half the workload. You've, you've, I'm sure a lot of you have heard that before. It's like the millennials. It's like, we got it so fucking hard. It's not even funny. Financially, we have it so hard. It's, it, 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 it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? It's almost to the point where I don't even know if I'm going to bring kids into this world. You know, do I really want to bring kids into this world? It's too goddamn expensive. You know, it's almost to the point where I'm like, was college really worth it? You know, college was very important and stuff, but um, what you learn in school don't prepare you for the job. Really, to get prepared for the job, you know, you have to get hands-on experience. 
that's why I feel like, you know, I started thinking about this. I thought about this a couple of weeks ago. We go to elementary school. We learn um, reading, social studies, science, and math. We learn that in junior high school. But by the time we get to high school, we take all these courses we don't even fucking use. Trigonometry and geometry and Spanish and SAT, preparing for the fucking SATs and talking about um, what, what was all these bullshit classes that we took that, that we didn't care for, these, these tech-ed classes and shit. You know, it, 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 it's like high school made you a robot. It didn't prepare you for life. We should took class, more classes on health education, to class on how to save money, how to invest in the business. You know, I wish high school should have been more like college to the point where once you get to the ninth grade and you're 14 years old, you should pick a major that you want to do. And it should be the point you should be taking classes that's based on the career path you're trying to take. And then by the time, you know, you get to 11th grade, 12th grade, you know, it's mandatory that you do an internship. They, they should have a, a placement where you're placed on an internship where you get hands-on training on the job, where you just observe and see what's going on. You know, we should learn this at a young age. You know, the more you, you learn when you're young, the more prepared you'll be for life. You know, I feel like high school was, 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 was bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I really feel like it was. In college, forget it. You spend all this money taking out loans and shit, and then... You got to pay this shit back. You know, it's not even funny. I'm so in debt. Man, it's, it, man, I, you know, it's, it's, it's not even, it's not even funny how much, how much bills that I owe right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, another lesson that I've learned is that I wish I would learn when I was like 21, 22 years old. Be careful when you open up these credit cards. You know, I open up a credit one, uh, credit card, this care one credit, this Macy credit card, JC Penny credit card, Goodyear credit card. But, you know, I did it because I was in the position where I was always working jobs where I was just making minimum wage and I needed those credit cards to, to, to get what I needed. But looking back on it now, it fucks you, it fucks you up. It fucks you up bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we don't, I wish I didn't open up these credit cards when I was young. Maybe I had more money in the bank. These are things that I wish I would have knew if I was younger. You know, um, another reason, there was another reason that I, I feel like that uh, it's hard to find entry-level jobs. This, another reason I feel like, um, I'm going to be honest, I feel like, a lot of CEOs and, and um, supervisors and managers that we work for are usually uh, white or, or a different type of race. You don't really see that many black leaders, black CEOs, or black um, managers. Now, you know, as, year, as years go on, you know, black people make it higher more and more and more, but it's still not enough compared to other races. And I think, honestly, I, like, long story short, I think they make it hard to keep the black people from applying to these jobs. I think other races get jealous, especially white people. I think, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I think, you know, when we when we find ways to make it or find ways to achieve our, our goals and to um, overcome our roadblocks, you know, I think other races find a ways to make it hard for the black man. I really believe that, you know, um... 
you know, 10, 15 years, even longer than that, 15, 20 years ago, I think it was so much easier to find a job. But I think the moment they see black people make it, they make it harder for us. You know, like, to go back for an example, not to go off topic, if you take Long Island, for example, Long Island was really built to keep the black people out. You know, um, back in the 40s and the 50s, a lot of white people was moving to, to, to Long Island because they wanted to get away from the black people that were in the boroughs. You know, if you look at the southern state, you don't see any buses over there. And, and the reason why the bridges are built so low is because at that time, you know, black people depend on massive transportation to get around. And, you know, it was constructed and built and Jones Beach was built to keep the black people out because they didn't want black people living in Long Island. Like, think about it. For anyone that lives in New York, especially if you're in Long Island, you, if you look, you drive in the southern state, them bridges are so low. And they're so low because they built that to keep the black people from, from, from coming to Jones Beach. You know, that's something that a lot of people don't know. But um, that's, that's real shit. And, in, and growing up in the 50s and the 60s, it was more white people living here. But what happened was, I would say maybe the mid-70s, late 70s, early 80s, when black people started moving in, white people started moving out. Yeah, I'm sorry to go off topic, but, you know, I said I wasn't going to get into that topic. I'll get into that topic in another episode, but what I'm trying to say is, um, what I was trying to say is, the reason why I so hard to get jobs is because I really feel like they try to make it hard for the black people to apply for jobs. I think they try to instill in fairness that we're only good enough for minimum wage backbreaking jobs. Because the truth of the matter is, the lot, you know, the the more money you make. How do I say? This? The more money you make, I would say the less the less work you got to do. And what I mean the last week you got to do, I'm not trying to say that it's easy to be a CEO because I'm sure there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of um, important decisions you got to make. But what I'm trying to say is the, 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 the bullshit work, the backbreaking work is the people that make the, the least. Minimum wage workers work the hardest. That's a fact. You know, and they, they want us, they want to keep us there. So that's why when you see these entry-level jobs has for three years, five years of experience, they do that to keep us to keep us from applying to these jobs and try to instill fear in us that college was a waste of time and that we can't do it. But the truth of the matter is, is that it's really about connections. Other races have connections that we don't. That's why they're able to get into these jobs so easily. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, a lot, a lot of these CEOs and shit dropped out of college, or, or, or flunked out of college or had a terrible GPA. It'd be the people that have the highest GPA that get stuck with the bullshit job. That's why, you know, when I was going back when I was a kid and you hear that, you know, hard work pays off. And if you if you don't, if you drop out of high school, you're going to up as a janitor. You know, honestly, that's not necessarily true. That's what that's that's that TV bullshit that make you want to believe. But really going from experience. You know what I'm saying? It's about how you move. It's not about just working hard. It's about how smart you work. Because people, life is not black and white. It's not straightforward. You know, the difference between life and school and school, and I, and I heard this meme years ago, back in 2014 or 13, 14, like five, six years ago. It said that in school, you learn the lesson and you take the test, but in life, you get tested and, done, and you learn a lesson after. That's, that's the difference between 
you know, going to school in real life. Real life, you just have to do the shit and get tested, and then you learn a lesson after your mistakes. You know, I feel like a wise man, a guy that's very smart, very knowledgeable, has a lot of experience. He's built that way because he probably made a lot. He learned from making a lot of mistakes or he probably learned from his elder or the mistakes from his elders made. You know, long story short, I didn't mean to be this long winded. But, you know, I, this, this is stuff that that that's really that's been on my mind and that I'm definitely going to, you know, touch deeper in the future about um, I'm definitely going to touch into the. To racism I'm definitely going to be talking about that a lot more And how I feel about that You're definitely going to hear that um, Any in the future as well If I hear any more black businesses And stuff like that um, You know I got friends and people on Twitter On Instagram I'm going to be giving them a shout out On this podcast Because I want black people to really support each other Help each other out Now even though I'm for everybody I don't care what race you are But I'm definitely really trying to help the black people I really want us to succeed and do well because I know how hard it is. You know, I, I, I want it better for, for the post-millennials. So when they grow up, maybe they won't have to go to struggles that we went through. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely going to be promoting a lot of black businesses. And we really need to support each other and stuff like that. Um, I guess before I leave, you know, I'm going to just... You know, this is really a spoken word podcast. So I'm just going to recite a... Uh, I guess I'm going to recite a poem that kind of relates to, to what I was talking about earlier. Now, I was just talking about a little bit about racism, why it's so far behind an entry-level job and stuff like that. So, you know, um, when I write my poems, I probably wrote about 500-some poems within the last six years. Um, I write about poems about what's on my mind. So I guess a poem uh, that can relate to the topic that I was talking about earlier the name of this poem is called uh, Life in Jail. Now, please forgive me because when I'm reciting this uh, podcast, I'm doing this on my phone. I need better equipment, but, you know, it's, it's not enough time in the day. I got so many things that I got to take care of, but I definitely need a microphone. And I need better equipment. But when I move down to Maryland, maybe I'll set myself up and, you know, I can be more clear on my podcast. I'm going to recite this poem. Um... If you can't hear this poem, or if it sounds too choppy, please forgive me. Because I feel like a lot of times when I recite a poem, it's hard It's hard for the audience to hear it clear. But, you know, I'm going to recite this poem. I think it's about a minute and a half, two minutes long. It's called Life in Jail. And I'm going to end it like that. Hope you guys enjoy. Life in Jail. Have plenty of responsibilities but need a break, a 15-minute visit. The phone to my ear while talking to those of you on the other side of the glass. Mental slavery is worse than physical slavery. Limited movement due to the lack of freedom, that burden weighs heavily and breaking me down mentally. A very long journey, wishing on the freedom that's never guaranteed. No matter how many times I change the channel, still nothing on TV. No matter how many times the menu switched, my belly's still empty. Food is so nasty. No matter how many times I exercise to gain weight, I still feel scrawny. No matter how many times I clean, the stench in the environment is still nasty. A bad dream you never wake up from. Noisy environment, loud enough to hurt your eardrums. 
So I have pleasant dreams in my sleep and waking up to the nightmare. Life is a nightmare with my worst fears. Trying to move forward by constantly looking back. Life is a shank that comes and waits around the corner at a blind spot, watching me calculating my every move. Once in life's view, it strikes at the side at my peripheral. I'm leaking on the floor without any towels and tissues. A scar for life across the body makes me angry, holds me back mentally. Paranoid as hell. Every movement now I make had me overthinking. Life is a life sentence and it makes me lonely. Go on to bed with sexual images in my mind and I wake up horny. It's a situation where a dream just stay a dream and never comes true. I as a person will never grow but the paranoia just grew. Just raise a caveman from the dead and give him a position in an information technology department. Just think about that and imagine that. So yeah, basically that was... uh. That was the uh, the Life in Jail poem. That was that right there. Um, I wrote this a little while ago. Hope you guys enjoy it. You know, I definitely, if you guys like that poem, this wasn't even my best poem. I got poems that's way, way better than this. You know, this is just, I wrote this in like 10 minutes. You know, I got poems that would really hit you on another level. You know what I'm saying? This poem to me was probably like about a five, to be honest. I got other poems that's a lot better. Um, just tune in, tune in with me, and you know? I'm definitely going to be doing this more. Um, you know, I just want to say, I just want to say that um, I wish everybody a good evening. I wish everybody a good week. Today is Monday, October 12th, Christopher Columbus Day. Oh, that's another thing I want to say, too. <laughs> I just got to say this. Um, I had to work today, but I honestly, I'm going to be honest, I didn't give a fuck because... Christopher Columbus is a black man. Me being a black man, I'll go work double time if I have to. I don't give a fuck to celebrate that day. I'm just being real. <laughs> nah, but yo, for real, that's that's another thing you guys could um if you guys if you guys want to um send me a message about like how do you guys feel about Christopher Columbus Day? That could be another podcast episode I need to talk about as well. Like, how do you guys feel about that? You know, Christopher Columbus Day. Like, is that even worth celebrating? To be honest with you. Technically, a lot of these holidays ain't worth celebrating, but you know I'm not even gonna get into get into that. I just want to wish you guys a good night. Thank you for tuning into my uh, spoken word podcast on October 12, 2020, and hopefully I got many more to come. I wish you guys well, and if you guys don't have any podcasts, just send me a, uh, a voice note. And later on, you know I definitely will be uh, have to update my social media because I'm a little out of touch. And then um, in the future episodes, I will be providing you guys my social media. Wish you guys a good night and stay safe.